You are now listening to Execute the Secrets to Fast Success podcast featuring Phenom. Execute the Secrets to Fast Success podcast. Uh, as I just told everybody that's in the IG Live right now, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. I'm going to be doing uh, more of a, a, a Q&A session today um, around entrepreneurship, self-development, and relationships. Um, so if you guys are in the live right now, just go ahead and drop some questions um, that you have about any of those three things um, in the question box, and then I'll go ahead and get started. Um, whenever I see this question start getting dropped, and no question get dropped. I mean, that's all I want, really want to do today. So any curiosity that you guys have had about just like, you know, your own journey, uh, maybe how I've been able to um, get through humps and challenges in my life uh, around those things, just go ahead and drop them in. I'm, I'm an open book. Like, I love answering questions. So anything y'all have, I will more than likely answer this. There's a very slim chance that I won't answer. So just go ahead and drop your question um, below. All right, first question. How to stay disciplined when there's so many things in the world that made to distract you? That's a good question. Um, so the way that I stay disciplined is um, I had to remind myself, like, what is my why? Like, why am I waking up every single day uh, to work towards my goals? And if something isn't, if something isn't aligning with my goals, if it's not aligning uh, with uh, w the things I want to accomplish, I'm not going to necessarily let those things distract me, um, no matter who or what it is, honestly. Like, it could be somebody I'm very close to. If it's something that's not going to help me get from, you know, point A to point B, I'm not going to let it distract me. And that's, that's, how, that's how life is going to be, especially when you're on the road to success. Um, when people start to see that you start really excelling, um, they want to be a part of that success, right? They want to be a part of that success that you're having. So they start to try to like tag along, tag on, tag along, excuse me. Uh, and that's going to become a distraction because those people weren't a part of the uh, original plan or they may have been a part of the original plan, but they decided to not, you know, join when they had the opportunity to. And now because of where they are, where you are, it can, be, uh, can become a distraction. Um, so I just really... I ask myself whenever I, I'm encountering something, is this going to help me get to where I want to be faster? And if it's not going to help me get to where I want to be, then I'm not paying it any attention. Like I think, uh, <laughs> I think Kalia, I think Kalia was talking about something similar to this the other day. He was just like, we're just going to sniff it. Like it's as simple as that. We're just going to sniff it. If it doesn't align with our goals, if it doesn't align with our dreams, then we're just going to sniff it. Like simple as that. So that's essentially how I um, I stay disciplined. Um, when there are things in the world that are trying to distract me. Next question. How do you know when a great opportunity is disguised? Oh, man. Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, honestly, you don't. I'm going to be honest with you, you don't. Um, because... You know, whenever you're, you're taking an, uh, on an opportunity in life, it's, it's really a risk because anything that's, uh, that's going to be great like that is never promised. It's never a given. Like, things I like to say that are, that are, are given are going to be like, you know, jobs, right? You know, you know exactly what you're getting into when you uh, apply to a job or you get accepted or anything of that nature. But anything that's like an opportunity, you're not going to necessarily know that it's, it's great. Like, you really don't. It's one of those things that you see it and you just have maybe like a gut feeling about it that it's going to work out for you. Um, it may not even, you may not even have the same gut feeling in the beginning where you may have like 10 months down the road that might get even better than that. But when you first start, you're not really going to, you're not really going to know how great it is. Like, even if you think it's really great, when you get into it, you're like, wow, this is actually a lot better. So prime example, like, you know, we trade, right? When I first got introduced to this business, when I first got introduced to this business and um, 
my teammate D was like telling me about it. I was like, oh, okay, this is actually, you know, something I should really get into. He was telling me how it'll be good for my brain. I was like, okay, okay, all this makes sense. I think I should do this, right? And it wasn't until a couple months later that I realized how much better that it was. Like, it was really like 10 times better than he was telling me. And I really, I, I had no idea. Um, so I really don't believe that it's possible to un, like see how great an opportunity is until you really get into it. Like you may believe that it's a, it's good at first, like this may be really good for you, but it's, you're not going to understand like uh, the value that it has until you really start going through the process. Once you start going through the process of something, that's when everything starts to unlayer itself and uncover, uncover itself uh, for you to truly see all the value that it has for you. Um, and opportunities are really just a risk, like at any time, like it's going to be a risk. So you don't always um, are able to tell that upfront how great it is because with risk, there's always a, you know, a lose factor. There's always a win factor. So, um, yeah, you know, you don't really know how great it is uh, until you got, start going through the process. Um, but you know, in the beginning you do have some type of feeling that, you know, this could be really, really good for me. Let's see. Next question. And again, you guys are, that are in here right now. Go ahead and drop some questions below. How do you balance your relationship and work? <laughs> I was actually having this conversation um, uh, a couple days ago. So it helps out that we are both um, on the like path of entrepreneurship. Um, so my girlfriend and I, uh, my girlfriend, uh, she's an artist and she likes, she's a, an event planner, so she likes to throw events. And so we were actually talking about this recently because we, uh, we want to move in together. And we were like, okay, how can we start to really balance our relationship and you know, everything that we do? And so the plan that we came up with would be, you know, in the mornings that we would uh, start our day together, whether that's like, you know, waking up and um, working out, going on like a little mini swim or something like that, uh, you know, um, meditating, um, you know, breakfast and stuff like that, uh, writing down our goals and affirmations for the day, uh, that'll probably be like two to three hours before the day really gets started. Um, then the day uh, starts to progress, and then uh, we probably like come back together maybe around like 10 uh, to maybe like midnight because we're both night owls. Uh, and then uh, we wind down together, talk about you know how our day has been, and um, really just like share everything. Um, because with my relationship, you know specifically. Um, we are both very busy individuals, so we don't necessarily expect to be around each other all day, every day. Like, you know, as soon as like somebody gets off work, we don't expect to be with each other from six o'clock until, you know, we go to sleep. Um, we, we really expect each other to just be busy. And, uh, that's kind of how our relationship started was, um, we were both busy and it was just that we found time, uh, in our schedules to make time for each other. Uh, and that's the big thing, like, you know, even though uh, we have that, okay, we're going to be with each other in the morning and the evenings, um, but w if we ever find any type of, like, gaps in our schedules that correlate with each other, uh, we make sure that um, we spend that time with each other. We make sure that we're, we're communicating, we're talking, um, just making sure that the other person's good. Um, and that's, that's all, honestly. Uh, it's really just communication. Um, we communicate about how we are, uh, want to uh, be able to just spend time with each other. Um, because, you know, having a relationship and work-life balance uh, is important. Um, Bridget, can you drop the question in the, in the question box? Because it's going to keep scrolling. I'm not going to see it. Can you drop that question in the question box below? Uh, but, yes, that's pretty much how I balance the, um, my relationship and work. Um, I just really make sure that we communicate about everything that's going on so that we're on the same page. Because uh, we had, did have some days before that we didn't communicate. We're like, okay, we got to figure out what's going on because, you know, we're both very busy, but we need to figure out, like, you know, how we can spend time with each other. All right. What was my major? Uh, I majored in media broadcasting. I uh, majored in media broadcasting while I was in college. Um, I graduated with that, and then I um, ended up working for a, a news station when I graduated. And then I was a reporter for a little bit, like a, a sports reporter um, for a little while. Then I started to become a video producer after uh, college. All right, so the next question after that was, how did you build your brand? Um, I had a mentor. I had a mentor. Um, mentorship is really, 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 really important. Um, 
it's really important. <laughs> so I, I, ha I have a mentor. Um, his, his Instagram is actually at brand with Drew. Um, so he taught me like a lot that he knew about um, about branding uh, up to his conference that he uh, he threw in DC. I think it was DC that year. And I kind of just like follow his footsteps, honestly. And like whenever I had questions about how to grow my brand, I just asked him. Um, so he really just like, <laughs> yeah, Drew, Drew is very dope. He kind of really just guided me to, uh, to everything that I, I know. Um, and then also um, digital marketing. So I also had a mentor with uh, uh, running Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Um, so I was able to get my profile out there a lot with that, um, which just ads. Um, and then just networking in general, just going out, meeting people, and just like, you know, just shaking hands. You're like, hey, you know, I'm Phenom. This is what I do, blah, blah, blah. Follow me on social media. And we just connect that way. Um, but yeah, it was uh, really just over time, I just continued to, um, to run ads and I continued to uh, allow my mentor to guide me. I guess if you're asking like the specific ways that I grew my brand, um, ads was one of them. Um, like I said before, networking, just going out and meeting people, uh, just letting people know that I, you know, I'm, I'm here. Um, and really just like interacting and, and finding a shareable post on social media. That's a huge thing. Um, with, with having, social media is very powerful, as we all know, but um, finding and creating posts that are shareable, so it's like other, like my friends and my followers, they, they share, and the other people are like, oh, who is this, or what is this, and then it kind of like leads them back to my page, and then like they like what they see, and then they start to follow me that way. Um, and then the other way is just, I just straight out reach out to people on social media sometimes. Like, I would literally DM people and just to introduce myself. Like, if you guys were to go through my DMs right now, it's ridiculous how many DMs that I, I have on a daily basis. Like, it's OD. Alright, so, I think Bridget's question was next. Alright, are you working on any projects mid-pandemic? Or are you just taking time for yourself? Um, so, yes. So um, a project that I'm working on is um, Cam and I are looking to open an event space. Um, so we're working on that. Um, that's pretty much like the only project because other than that, I'm, I'm working on building my business with, uh, with trading, um, with trading currencies and stuff like that. But um, really, it's just working on uh, opening that event space. I did have an idea that I don't even mind sharing with y'all. Uh, so there's only a couple people on here, and whoever listens to this uh, rewind is not going to hear it for a minute, probably. But I, I had an idea that I wanted to take um, my my podcast and almost turn it into an album, like an album. Like I want to be able to take all some of the things that I said, and I wanted to turn it into like some songs. Not of course like me rapping, but like almost like how Eric Thomas does with his uh, with his songs or albums, whatever you want to call them. But I kind of want to do something similar like that. I have, I think, like 12 podcast episodes out. Um, and so I think I, I, I want to work on that. That may be a project that I start to work on um, through all of this because there's no telling how long all of this is going to last. Um, but also, I am taking time for myself. Uh, I am working very hard, but I am taking time for myself throughout all this um, because I don't know when's the next time that I'll, be ha I'll have the opportunity to be able to just, like, just sleep whenever I want to, honestly. Um, and not really have to worry about, you know, going places. So I am taking time for myself, but I am definitely working on some projects um, during all this. So by the time I come out of all of this, um, I'll be able to um, just, like, just take off. Uh, podcast handle, I don't have an um, a Instagram or a social media for my podcast. It's, um, it's just this, and so what I do is I record it live. And so then if you go to my um, link in my bio, you're able to see... Um, all the rest of the podcast. So if you have Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or like Spotify, um, you can go find it on there. It's just the same. Um, you know, when I introduced this, Execute the Secrets to Fast Success Podcast. Um, I believe Kaya's question was next. Uh, how do you maintain a positive mindset? Oh, man. So <laughs> uh, maintaining a positive mindset, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Um, it's not always easy. It's not always easy. Uh, when it comes to maintaining a positive mindset, it's a constant reminder um, that I can achieve anything I want to, and anything that's happening to me today isn't going to necessarily affect me in the long run, right? And so I, I kind of had this um, this rule. I can't, can't remember the exact name of the rule, but essentially it was like, 
if it's not going to affect me in five if five years from now you know i'm not going to let it affect me now right it's like i'm not I, I give myself like five minutes to get over it, right i'll be upset for like five minutes i'm like all right cool i got that attitude out the way boom i'm gonna keep it moving forward right like, i'm just going to keep pushing uh, because I find that a lot of things aren't necessarily that important that we need to stress over. Um, so I'm, if, if it's not that important, I just like, okay, like, I'm going to keep it pushing. It's whatever. No matter what bad happens, like, you know, there are, hundred, what is it, 1,440 minutes in the day. Like, something happens for 20 minutes. That's not my entire day. Like, it's not my entire week. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it pushing. No matter how, like, what it may be. Like, I remember one time, right, I like to... I like to make the best out of a lot of situations. I was on my way home from work, and my job was at the time was like an hour away from where I live, and it was like mid like five o'clock traffic, and my tire blew. I was able to go like get off the highway and find like a um, uh, I was able to get to like a nearby like auto shop, um, but unfortunately they didn't have the tires that I wanted, so I kind of had to call AAA and all that stuff. But my point is, like, I wasn't really upset that my tire blew. What I actually did was I took the time to do something that I, I really enjoy doing. And I, I keep a pair of skates in the back of my car, like, like four-wheelers, like, you know, like roll bounce. So what I did was I took the skates out of the trunk of my car, and I literally just started skating in the parking lot. I had some headphones, and I just started, like, you know, jamming to some music. I started skating. And, like, I just, that's just what I did because I was just like, wow, like, you know, this is this is unfortunate. This is a very unfortunate event, but I haven't got a chance to really just like chill out and skate in a minute. So I literally just skated in the parking lot for like 30 minutes. And so like you know, I wasn't I wasn't upset. Like you know, like I said, it was a very unfortunate situation, but I made the best of it. And that's kind of like the approach that I take with everything that I do in life. Like you know, even though something that I don't like may happen to me, I'm going to find you know the the very positive things in that situation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna extract it out of it. I'm gonna extract it out of it. Um, cause like life is too short, um, to really just stress over like the negative things that may happen. And like I said, if it's not going to affect me like a couple of years from now, now I'm gonna just keep it pushing. Like I'm gonna keep it pushing. I'm gonna find something else to do. But yeah, that's how I like to keep a positive mindset. Uh, again, y'all, if you have questions, go ahead and drop them in the box below and I will get to them. All right. How was the process into entrepreneurship as a whole? Uh, how, oh wait, hold on, it's a little bit more. How is the process into entrepreneurship as a whole? How difficult was it? What did you have trouble overcoming? Okay, so the process in entrepreneurship, um, it was difficult, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm, it's, it was definitely difficult because when I got into it, um, I was working um, two jobs uh, at the time and so I was working like 18 hour days and the reason why I got into entrepreneurship was because I was like, yo, I'm way too hardworking, way too talented to be doing this for somebody else. Like, how in the world can I put this energy into myself? And so I was like, all right, you know, I got I to gotta start making money online, which is like entrepreneurship, like digital marketing, you know, affiliate marketing, like anything of that nature, drop shipping. Um, so I kind of just like dove into it, not really knowing um, the capital that it really needed uh, for all that. And I flopped. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I flopped. It was bad. It was really bad. Excuse me. It was bad. Um, I quit both of my jobs, and um, I like I was making a little bit of money, but I wasn't making enough money to support myself. Like I wasn't able to uh, uh, to pay rent sometimes. Um, I probably think I think I went like four to five months to not being able to pay rent. It was very tough. I I literally had to at that point take random jobs off like Craigslist and um, take just like jobs that I found like on like Facebook or like just random places I could just like find gigs um, to just to make money. Like I was selling stuff around my apartment. Uh, I wish I still had my Xbox. Unfortunately, I do not because I had to sell that thing. Um, but I just had to sell stuff. <coughs> and that's kind of where I got my, um, my hustle mindset, honestly, because it, it was like a do or die. It was really like a do or die situation. Like if I want to be able to pay my rent, I got to figure out, you know, ways to make money. And um, so that's like uh, that has helped me a lot um, to where I am now because I understand that I would never like be flat, flat broke again because I understand that I have the hustle and grind to get money in, in any type of way. Um, so that was like that beginning process for me. Um, like I just quit my jobs and I just kind of dove into entrepreneurship, not understanding the capital that it necessarily needed. 
Um, and it, it was a, it was a flop for me at first, but it definitely built me. It gave me that base of, of where I am now. Uh, it was very difficult um, to to do it. Um, and entrepreneurship will always be difficult. To be honest with you, it will always be difficult. Um, but the thing is, um, you will always find challenges throughout your journey. But if you're not being challenged, then you're not getting to new heights, right? Like that's that's definitely what I believe in and what, what I've seen. Like the more challenges you have in your journey, you start to realize you're you're becoming a new person. You're then become like getting to the next level. So I, I I don't I don't get discouraged by the difficulties and the challenges that I have with entrepreneurship because I know that means I'm just getting better and I'm just leveling up, right? I think there was something that David Mihetier was saying the other day. He was like. Um, when you get to new levels in life, you're going to ha- you're going to have new devils, right? So when you have new levels in life, you're going to have new devils that you know that come to you. So don't get discouraged by the the difficulties and the challenges that you're experiencing, because that's just telling you you're getting to a new level and you're just becoming a better person. Um, so I don't get discouraged by like the difficulties, but I do understand it's going to be difficult. Um, and what did you do? when uh, you had trouble um when i had trouble you know it was just really just something but like faith and hard work to be honest with you when it was just faith faith and hard work i just um i just had to believe in you know my higher power and i just had to put in the work for it because you know faith without work is dead like i can i can pray all i want to but if i'm not gonna put in the work behind it behind the faith um then there's there's no point like like nothing's going to be given to me i understand that nothing's going to be given to me so i have to be able to put in the work um, but yeah, that's the the process of entrepreneurship for me as a whole. Let's see. Go ahead and drop some questions in the uh, in the question box, y'all. Don't drop it in the chat because I won't see it. Drop it in the chat box. Is being strong mentally a challenge every day? Um, not every day. Not every day. Um. Because when you when you reach a certain point of mentality, um, you have a lot more good days and you start to have bad days. Um, it's also how you feed your it's it's about how you feed yourself, right? About how you feed your, yourself mentally. Um, when I first started this journey, kind of also going back to the the entrepreneurship process, I read a whole lot of self development and uh, mindset books, and it really just put me in a different area mentally of uh, that I can ach- uh, I can achieve anything. So I promise you like if I would have had that experience that I just told y'all about about my tire blowing out um, and being stuck on like you know in the city that I'd never heard of maybe like three years ago, I would have been upset. But because of the person that I am now and you know the, the way that I fed myself, I am now able to take situations differently and just turn them into positive just positive reactions, right? So now it's not necessarily that um, it's, it's strong every day. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's a challenge every day. It's really, it's really just a way of life, to be honest with you. It's just a way of life for me now. Um, there will be some things that, that occur that maybe uh, discourage me a little bit, but it doesn't happen often. And, and when it does happen, it doesn't tear me down for too long. Um, may, like, honestly... I'm the type of person, if I get really down on myself, it may be for half a day. Um, and then the other half, I just keep it pushing. Um, because I understand that, you know, I have great abilities. Uh, and I'm a very hardworking person and all this other type of stuff. And so it's like, I understand that whatever that I feel as if that I'm going through in that moment, that I can get not only but get through it, but I will also excel once I get through it um, too. So at first, it was kind of challenging to be mentally strong every day. Um, but after I, I continue to like feed myself, um, you know, different podcasts, different books. Um, and also the mentorship that I had was uh, very important because um, I was able to get, you know, like gems and like tips from people that have not only been where I, where I am or where I was at the moment, but just excel through it and get to the place where they are today. And so to be able to have and see people that are, you know, at 10 times the level that you're at, was, you know, more than enough motivation and, you know, uplift for me to say, okay, like, I understand where I am now, but I also have this person in my corner that's going to help me get to where I want to be, right? So, yeah, that's the, 
that's that answer. If you guys got any other questions, go ahead and drop them in the box. Again, I'm doing uh, pretty much like a live Q&A today for the podcast about relationships, um, relationships, self-development, entrepreneurship. How did you build your network? Um, and again, you guys can drop multiple questions. How did I build my network? It just really came from over time just like meeting people. So meeting people in just like social media. I'll be honest with y'all. Social media, um, Angie, drop it in the, um, in the Q&A box below because the, the questions are going to keep scrolling and like people will join and I won't be able to see it in the regular chat box. Um, but how did I build my network? Honestly, I want to say the biggest way that I built my network uh, was through social media. So whenever I, I, somebody follows me or like maybe likes one of my pictures, I will literally DM them and be like, hey, I'm Phenom, nice to meet you. I am, you know, author, videographer, uh, I'm a, a forex trader, blah, 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 all that type of stuff. Um, and then, you know, we just have a, a, a relationship that kind of develops from there. Something I do love doing is um, I like doing connection calls with people. Um, so random people that I just see on social media that I think I may be interested in, you know, you know meeting. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I just be like, hey, do you mind if we get on like a, a connection call? Um, then we just sit on the phone for like 30 minutes, 15, 30 minutes, and just get a chance to get to know each other. And uh, I've actually met a lot of people that way, and uh, I've, I've met a lot of friends that way as well. Um, all across the country. Um, so I, I've been doing that for a couple of years to help build my network, and uh, it's a very strong network um, as well. Um, other than that, um, kind of just also going to networking events. So I love conferences. It's really big to be able to meet people that are on the same like grind and mindset as you because um, when you say, if you're, if you're a person that just like stays in your city, it's kind of hard to be able to grow your network that way. Um, you can definitely grow your network, you know, within your city, within your state. But I definitely believe that, you know, the great networking is built outside of whatever area, environment that you're in. Because there are a lot of people in the world. And, you know, you, you never know who is out there. And so to be able to go to conferences where it's like you have all these like-minded people that are across the country meet in one place, that's, that's just where the magic happens. Um, like, that's just literally how I, how I like to do it. I, I met some really, really, really good friends that I talk to very, very, like, on a weekly basis um, from conferences like that, from people that I've met just, like, you know, maybe, like, at school or whatever uh, because we just connected so well. Um, I actually met one of my mentors um, at a conference, um, but that's how I like to build my network, um, just be able to reach out to people on social media whenever I see them, let them know who I am and what I do, and um, going to networking events. All right, let's see what's next. All right, next question is, who are your mentors in entrepreneurship? Okay, so my mentors in entrepreneurship, I had, so I'll go uh, back to um, the ones that I've, I've had and then who I have now, right? So my first one was um, Chris Keys. Uh, that was my first uh, mentor I had with entrepreneurship. He taught me digital marketing. Um, then my next one was um, Drew. Um, if, I think I spoke about I spoke about him earlier. His Instagram is um, Brand with Drew. So he taught me uh, about branding, and so he kind of helped me lead up to my release with my first book. Um, and that's why I, I truly believe why that release was so successful uh, was because of everything that he taught me. Um, my next mentor was um, Danielle Leslie. Uh, she taught me how to uh, teach people, like, you know, teach an online course, um, kind of like also how to like do webinars and stuff like that. And then my next one was um, Nehemiah Davis. Um, he is one of my current mentors. He's helping me open up my event space. Um, and I actually met him at BYOB. I, I was just like kind of talking about that in the previous question. Um, he is my, one of my current mentors. Then I also have... Um, Carl Wesley and Kalia Lacone, um, they are my mentors when it comes to um, trading in the foreign exchange market um, as well. So those are my current mentors. I have um, Carl and Kalia who are mentors for when it comes to trading Forex. Uh, and then I have uh, Neo who is my mentor when it comes to uh, opening my event space. Let's see what's next. It's not taking my finger. All right, let me go back. Um, let me answer this question about five minutes ago. Okay. Um, how? Thanks, Angie. 
Um, how do you keep going after constantly getting rejected from experience you wanted? You guys, you gotta keep going. You gotta keep going. I love this. I love this question. I love it. I love it. I love it because um, uh, if any of you guys know my story, so when I graduated from college, and I was like, "Yo, you need to go work from ESPN. Work from ESPN." I literally got rejected from ESPN like 18 times. I lied to y'all not. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, if you guys could have seen how many, I'm sorry to let you know, um, you know, we are going to move forward in this interview process. Y'all could have seen how many emails I had from ESPN. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. Um, like, I would have, um, like, two interviews. I would have three interviews. Like, I literally would, like, each time, like, okay, I'm about to get it. I'm about to get the job. But then I'll get that email of rejection. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, I'm going to apply again. Then the next time I get a little bit further in the interview process, I'm like, all right, all right, I'm feeling a little good. And it just, it, it just didn't work out. Um, but what I did was I kind of let that fuel me. And I, I, I had to tell myself that, you know, it may not be meant for me, right? That may not be God's plan for me, right? Because some a lot of times we have a lot of desires and we have plans for our own lives that we think is what we're supposed to do, right? But in reality, that's not what God has set out for us to do. And we're trying to lead our own life. We're not trying to lead the, the life that God has given us. And so the second that I realized that, that I was trying to live my life and not God's life, that's when I just kind of like, I didn't necessarily let it go, but I just let him lead me down the path that he wanted me to go down. And now I'm an ESPN Plus producer under my own media business, right? And so I'm not upset because then if I would have had that job, ESPN started laying off a lot of people in Bristol, right? They started laying off a lot of people. Actually, this, this futon that y'all looking at, my mom had bought me this futon because she thought that it was going to be useful <laughs> when I got that job in Bristol, right? She bought me this futon. She bought me, like, a, um, like some coats, some jackets, and all that stuff. We were like, yeah, you about to be working for ESPN because I had done, like, all these, like, really nice projects and stuff. And, like, you know, I had really good recommendations. I had to even recruit a working for me. And so I just, I was just so, like, confident that I was going to get the job. I was just confident. Um, and I didn't get it. But I just kept doing what I was doing. Uh, I love working in the media. So I wasn't upset that I wasn't at ESPN as long as I was doing something that I love. That was the main thing. I was doing something that I love doing. I don't care if I'm in, like, you know, over in Asia. I don't care if I'm over in, like, Brazil. I don't care where I, don't care where I am. I could be in Alaska. I don't care where I am. As long as I'm doing something that I love doing, it doesn't matter to me. So I was still doing something I love doing. It just wasn't at the place that I desired to do it which is completely fine because I was still getting that fulfillment, right? So move forward. Then after that, um, the opportunity presented itself that the university that I graduated from was then going to be hosting ESPN Plus broadcasts. And they were like, who here in the area do we trust can run these? And then that's when I got the phone call. Um, and that's essentially how it happened. Um, so, yeah, how do I keep going after getting rejected from experience you wanted? It's really just... Um, Understand that sometimes it's God's plan that we're, you know, that we have to go down and we're trying to go through our own, our own path in life. And that's not what, you know, what's meant for us. Again, or I guess I should say if you're a religious person, anybody listening to this, depending on who your belief is, but, you know, we can't control everything that happens to us. We, we have a control up to a certain extent, but we don't have complete control. So we, what we have to remember is that, you know, when life knocks us down, it's okay, right? Because there's always, excuse me, there's always something better for us out there. I promise y'all, there's going to be always something better for us out there. But if we get stuck on, you know, this one job or this one person that maybe we're trying to, like, you know, date or something like that, we're never going to be able to know that the next person we meet is going to be my wife or the next person I meet is going to be my husband. Or the next job that I get, I'm going to be not just an assistant, but I'm going to be the manager. So, you know, after you get rejected from it, you know, just just keep going. Honestly, you know, get knocked down five times, get up six, and just keep on going. Um, use those bruises and scars from when you got knocked down to really just add and build character um, to where you're going. So you have an even better story to tell once you get there. Again, go ahead and drop questions um, down in the box, y'all. Um, don't drop it in the chat box, drop it in the question box, and I'm going to get to them. All right, let's see what the next question is. Um, 
right, y'all, this question. Tips for introverts to network. Um, honestly, this was uh, kind of what I said about networking before. Because um, I'm kind of an introvert. You guys will not really see me go out. <laughs> for real, for real. You guys will not see me go out in public. Um, to, like, parties. Um, going out for, like, groups. Like, I, I, don't, I don't really like that, to be honest with y'all. Um, I like one-on-one -on -one interactions. And I just don't like going out. So that's kind of why networking on social media was so big for me. Um, because I just reached out to people. I didn't necessarily have to be around. Um, I'm glad. I'm really glad. I'm really glad to hear that. Um, I, so, yeah. So, I didn't, I mean, excuse me. I like to just reach out to people on social media um, because I didn't necessarily have to be there. It was less time-consuming, and I didn't have to be, like, nervous about going to go meet those people in person. Um, the phone conversations didn't necessarily last that long. Um, and then afterwards, I just, you know, just hang up the phone and just keep it pushing. Um, I don't necessarily like to go to a lot of um, events in the area because uh, I don't, <laughs> it's really weird, but I don't like being seen. Um, so I don't like doing all that. So um, social media is, like, really big for me when it comes to networking. Um, Sharper or Shaper, I think it's called, is another really good um, networking platform for entrepreneurs. Um and just business people in general, it's S-H-A-P-R, -S and somebody can drop that in the chat for me, S-H-A-P-R, uh, and essentially it's like Tinder for, um, for uh, young professionals, uh, and that's the way, like, you can literally, like, swipe left and swipe right and just, like, see who you like and, you know, you want to network with. Um, conferences, uh, I really like conferences, even as an introvert, uh, because you will definitely meet all different kinds of people while you're there, um, and it just it helps. It really helps. Like I remember when um, my last my last conference that I went to, um, I have a friend that's a um, that's an introvert, and but he's really big on social media. It's, it's very ironic, um, but like he was he was telling us while we were there, he's like, yo, you know, I'm very introverted, but I'm getting out of my comfort zone. It's like it's it's different, and it's like it's different to be with all these different people that share the same goals. And, you know, they have the same mindset that I do. I think it was, like, the first night we had hopped in, like, somebody's car. It was, like, seven deep of us. Like, we were, in like, in the trunk and whatnot. And we went out to, like, Zaxby's. Um, and we were just, like, just out there having fun. Um, so I would probably say just, like, go and, like, find, like, people that are just, like, like you. And then just, like, go kind of just experience things with them one by one um, when it comes to, like, large group settings like that. Because um, I'm the same way. I don't, I don't like being around, like, a whole bunch of people. Um, so I like to find people that kind of like me and that I just do it that way. Or I like to do one-on-ones. Like, I really don't like to do group things like that. They, they really, like, intimidate me and um, discourage me a lot, um, especially if it's, like, in a really packed area. Uh, so I would rather do things with, uh, with people one-on-one. -on -one. So if you're maybe a person that likes to, if you feel fine with talking to somebody one-on-one, -on -one, just find opportunities where you can just, like, pull people to the side. Not, like, physically, but, like, find ways that you can just, like, connect with people one-on-one -on -one like that. Um, and say, for example, if you don't like to approach people, but you see somebody that you want to talk to and you want to network with, I would say put yourself in a position that they can talk to you. Um, so, like, say, for example, if, like, you are at a network conference, right? Because um, when you go to conferences, a lot of people, like, you know, they're there to just network, um, and they're just going to talk. So you don't necessarily have to go out and just, like, talk to people. And this can be, like, the same thing for, you know, what's ever going on, like, in your city or in your state or anything like that. Um, if you're at an event and you don't necessarily want to go talk to somebody and you want them to come talk to you, what you can do is um, you can find something about yourself to be noteworthy, um, whether it's maybe, like, an outfit that, like, really pops out, you're reading a book that's very popular. Someone may come in like, oh, you know, I like that book. Thank you. Have you read it? Kind of like sparks a discussion that way. Um, maybe you have like your brand that you're wearing and it's like not something that somebody is familiar with. So they kind of like come up to you like, oh, what is this? Or say maybe like a videographer, literally just have your camera out sitting there and they'll be like, oh, you know, I like your camera. Oh, you're a videographer. Um, you're an artist, you just have, like, maybe, like, your, your art with you, um, maybe just, like, just random things that you can find that can be conversation starters without you actually 
uh, physically reaching, uh, like talking to somebody first. Uh, you can just put yourself in the situation that they can talk to you first. Um, that way, if that you know doesn't make you feel comfortable talking to them first, they can talk to you first, and you guys can go on from there. All right, next question. Again, drop your questions down below, y'all. Um, all right, so the next question is, what are some of the great? What are some great self development books instead of the Think and Grow Rich? I'm currently reading. Great book. Fifteen. Well, I think was it fifteen? The fifteen invaluable laws of growth. That's a great book. Um, I really love this one. Millionaire to success, uh, success habits. You can just screenshot these. Uh, how successful people think. I love this book with a passion. Um, this is a great book for like learning how to be more productive. Great book for learning how to be productive. Phenomenal book. Like this book has so many life hacks. It doesn't make any sense, right? It makes no type of sense. And oh, again for you, those of y'all listening, it's called uh, Productivity Hacks: Five Hundred Plus Easy Ways uh, to Accomplish More at Work That Actually Works. Um, I really love this one. Um, uh, Talk Light Ted. I really love this book. Um, even if you don't like and want to aspire to be a, a public speaker, uh, a TEDx speaker, um, you can definitely use this book to learn how to just communicate with people more. Um, let's see, what's another book? Uh, the 10X Rule by Grant, uh, Grant Cardone. That's another good book. I have a list of books, y'all. I really wish I had Wi-Fi out here um, because I literally have, I'm a bookworm. I have a whole bunch of books that I would love to share with y'all. Um, but they're in the house or they're on my list, which I need Wi-Fi to get to. Um, but if you reach out to me after the podcast, I'll definitely get to you about that. Oh, and the one thing. I really love this book. I really, really love this book. Um, but yeah, those are some books I really enjoy when it comes to uh, self-development. Because, um, yeah, they're just, they're, they're amazing. Honestly, they're amazing. Um, I would say, I'm trying to think of another book that I don't have here with me right now. Um, because I'm trying to think of like not a business self development book, and really just like a, a, a self development book. Um, I mean, shoot, <laughs> my own book, <laughs> the Be Phenomenal, Be Forgotten, How to Take Your Life to the Next Level, um, Execute the Secrets to Fast Success. Um, yeah, those are, I can't I can't think off the top of my head. That's a really good question. Definitely hit me up after the podcast is over, so I can share that. Um, so I can share that list with you. And let me see what the was there more to the question. Nah, that was it. Okay. Again, y'all, if you're just now joining in, drop your questions in the um, in the question box below. I'm gonna get to them. I'm gonna get to them. Um, when you first started entrepreneurship, what was holding you back? Finances. <laughs> finances, I'm going to tell you right now. Finances were holding me back. I did not understand how much entrepreneurship really, really cost. I really didn't, I really didn't know. It definitely held me back. Kai is laughing. I'm, I'm for real. And shout out to trading. Shout out to trading because it's definitely helping me get to, you know, where I want to be to really expand and, and um, drive my brand. Um, D, drop the chat, drop the question in the chat box. I mean, not in the chat box, in the, um, in the question box below, because it's going to keep scrolling with, like, people, like, saying stuff and, um, um, making comments and people joining, and I won't be able to see the question. Plus, it's like, I'm able to see what time the question was asked so I can go in order. Um, but yeah, so, I would say finances definitely held me back when I first started with entrepreneurship. It wasn't time because I had quit both my jobs, so I had nothing but time, um, and there wasn't support because my girlfriend was very supportive um, in my decision, and it was very, very helpful for everything that I was doing. So, yeah, it, I would definitely say finances. Um, and for everybody, it's a little bit different. Um, it's really, really different for everybody. For some people, it's, it's the time and they have their finances. For some people, they don't have any support. 
Um, but they have, you know, the, both the finances and the time. So it's just, it varies. But for me personally, it was the finances. All right, let's see what's next. In your opinion, who makes better networker? Who makes a better networker? Introverts or extroverts? Extroverts. Let me be honest with y'all, extroverts. Um, yeah, it's just I honestly I think it's just as simple as that extroverts. Because they're like the life of the party, you know, everybody's trying to be around them. They have that natural energy around them. People are like, oh, who was that? I wanna go meet that person. And I just I honestly just think it's extroverts. Um I mean Actually, let me not say that. Let me not say who makes the better, better. I don't want to say they, they make it better. I would say they network more. Mm. I'm going to, you know, I'm honestly, I think I want to go ahead and say introverts. The reason being is because when it comes to networking, some people get caught up in meeting a whole lot of people, but they don't want to be, but they meet a whole bunch of people, but they kind of forget a lot about those people. They don't make like very strong connections. I would rather meet one or two people and have a very strong connection with them than meet 20 people and not remember anything about them. Like nothing. Like it's just like, I'm trying to find an analogy. Um, shoot. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, say, say we speed dating, right? Say we're on a, say if I'm going to an event and I'm speed dating. I get like 15 minutes per person, right? I get the chance to get, like, I just barely get a chance to know that person when it was 15 minutes, but I met a whole bunch of people. But if I go on one date with somebody and I spend one to two to three hours with them, I made a much better connection whether or not I want to be, like, continuing, like, with that person or not, right? So that's kind of how I look at networking. Um, and I think introverts have a, a uh, upper advantage because they're not going to go out and just talk to a whole bunch of people. So the people that they do talk to are going to be very, very, very valuable connections. IG is going to kick me off in like nine minutes, y'all. Uh, uh, D, I really hope you dropped your question below. And I don't see it, so I got to scroll up. What drives you every day? How do you keep your mental in the state that it's in? Um, my why. Um, my why drives me. Um, like, my brand drives me. It's like the entire reason why I came up with my brand is to be able to help other people um, just excel in anything that they're doing in life. So I understand if I'm not pushing myself to my fullest potential, then I won't be able to help other people push themselves to their full potential. So that, that really like, like puts a fire up under me to know that not people are dependent on me, but I can help people get to where they wanna be. Uh, and that's honestly a reason why I wanted to do this Q&A tonight. Um, because I just wanted to see like what personal questions do people have that maybe they've been stuck on um, to just like really just get them out of a rump, right? Um, and so that, that drives me every single day is that I wanna be able to just help people. Um, and it's really, like I said before, early in the podcast, um, men like mentally, it, it was definitely a, a, a process of growth, right? Um, like I was saying, I have a, um, see you later. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Um, uh, evening, excuse me. <laughs> um, yeah, so like for me, it was really like feeding myself a whole bunch of like self-development books, um, to just really take myself to the next level because with success, uh, success happens mentally before it happens physically, right? You have to be able to envision it before you can actually live it. So I had to be able to put myself in a mental state every single day that I can take myself to the next level, like, like mentally before I physically did it. So once I was able to physically, I mean, not physically, once I was able to mentally see where I wanted to go in life, at that point, I was then able to achieve it physically, right? That's like, it's literally like just true manifestation. Like I literally get up every day and I tell myself, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to accomplish it, right? No matter what happens, I'm going to get that done. So once I put myself in the, men in the mental state of success, then it really just drives me no matter what kicks me down, like I'm going to keep pushing. Like um, prime example, like work, right? 
for those of y'all that don't know, I work for Apple. I remember one day I I had um, somebody hit my car while I was um, while I was uh, at work, right? And so I was like still very energetic, energetic and happy. And they were just like, "Yo, why are you so happy? Somebody just hit your car." And I was like, "Because I'm still going to help people today at the store, like change their lives. Like, well, not this well could change their life, but I'm going to help people in this situation. Just because somebody, you know, like you know, damaged my car, that's repairable. But at work, if I'm helping somebody get their photos back from a trip that they just took with their best friend that they may not see for the next five years, that's a lot more valuable." to me to help them you know savor that experience and somebody hitting my car that i can just go pay to get like fixed right because at the end of the day i i have this uh my mentor says a lot of time money like money flows abundantly and frequently frequently so like i don't get upset with anything like financially because i understand money comes and goes but the the, the things in life that money can't buy are the things that i value the most right so that's why i, I really started to to grasp, grasp mentally that if I can continue to um, like provide those invaluable situations to people that you know I can't put a price tag on it and I can continue to provide that to um, like just the public, then that's going to drive me. Like I, I get up every single day looking to um, impact people, and I, I see a lot of my people that are on here right now um, that are, are you know with IML that that trade with me, and like it's the same thing. Like you know when I, I reach out to people, you know trying to get them to to trade as well and if they say no 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 like i'm not interested like um, that's fine like you know that's that's cool because at the end of the day i want to find somebody that wants to change their life right i want to find somebody that really wants to change their life and that that's that's the beauty of it that's the that's the real beauty of it because prime example one of my mentees right now and i wish she were on here one of my mentees right now um i reached out to her about this she was like you know i'm not very interested but then she came back to me and was like, okay, you know, I'm ready to do this. I had one of my favorite conversations that I had with her recently. She said, this has taught me more than my job has taught me in like the last couple of years. She said, I've only been doing this for about a month and a half, but it has completely changed my way of thinking and the way that I act. She said, my mom can see a difference of who I am in a, in a great positive way. And she was like, I don't even want to work in my job anymore because I see the possibilities that are out here in the world. And that is so beautiful to me that somebody has changed their complete mindset of thinking and their way of living within a month and a half of me being in their life with this opportunity. There's nothing more beautiful than that, right? Like, it's like for me to wake up and to be able to have that type of impact on somebody, it's great. And like, for me... It's like, like I said, if I'm having a bad day, it's fine. Because if I can make somebody feel that way about themselves and their life and their future, why would I get down on myself? Like, I remember I had last, last it was Friday. Friday, I had a horrible day. It was, it was bad. Like, it was like, it was like, like, knockdown after knockdown after knockdown. Like, I'm not going to lie to y'all, it was trash. But all my mentees made money. I'm like, hoo, 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 paper game. Like, we get our money out here. So I'm like, even though I had a bad day, Everybody else was winning, and they were winning because I put them in the position to help them. I put them in the position to help them. And why would I be upset about the things that I have currently going on in life if I'm able to help five, six, ten other people better their situations? It's just simple as that. That's what keeps me going. Even though I may be having a bad day or anything like that, it's, it's, the, it's having the knowledge that I can spread to other people and knowing that every day when I wake up that I can change somebody else's life, whether it's through trading, whether it's through my podcast, whether it's through helping somebody start up, you know, their business ideas, whether it's somebody that's a videographer learning how to, you know, edit, like any, whether it's somebody that's trying to learn how to write their first book, how to get it published, like no matter what it is, it's the fact that I know I can help somebody get to their like dreams a little bit faster. Get to their dreams just a little bit faster, right? So they don't have to struggle and go through the same struggle that I went through whenever I was going down those different journeys myself, right? IG's telling me I got a minute to get off. If y'all wanted me to go ahead and get back on here, go ahead and drop a one in the chat. IG's telling me I got a one minute before I get off. If you guys want me to come back on here and continue this Q&A session, go ahead and drop a one in the chat because I'll come back up here because we've been having a good time. We've been having a good time. If y'all want me to continue this, go ahead and drop a one in the chat. So I'm having fun. I'm having fun. I hope y'all are too.
Side Podcast Q and A Entrepreneurship Relationships and self development. While we wait for uh, people to, to join back, D, do you if you got another question or anything like that, go ahead and drop it in the um, drop it in the uh, chat box. Not the chat box. I'm sorry. Drop it in the um, what's it called? The question box. So we gonna get it. We gonna we gonna keep it rolling. We gonna keep it rolling. Um, but to kind of just like to continue with your your previous question, um, yeah, man, it's just that that really keeps me going. Like just knowing that I, I had the ability to help somebody else. Um, just get to where they want to be is um, it's a, it's an amazing feeling um, because once you understand that you don't have to be at a high rank in life whether it's like a position at a job whether you know it's on our business as a chairman or you know whether it's like in a, a, a ten year relationship or anything of like that once you realize that you can help anybody get to where they want to be with just a little bit of knowledge that you have you know it you just start to think differently, right? You don't have to be some, like, you know, great, like, you know, high-up person. Literally, everybody knows something that somebody else doesn't. And so the fact that you can share whatever knowledge that you have with somebody else that may be the missing puzzle for them, like, it's, it's amazing. Like, it's just amazing. Just to be able to talk to somebody and see that light bulb go off in their head, I love it. I love it. I really love it. What is your purpose? <laughs> so... Um, my purpose, uh, so I, I found my purpose, um, I want to say maybe like two, a year and a half, maybe a year and a half ago. And my purpose is, is to really just help the community around me, man. Help people just get where they want to be, no matter what it is. Um, that's what, you know, my mission statement. So I have a personal mission statement for my brand. And that is um, my goal is to be able to prepare the mindset of the community around me to overcome adversity through education, um, preparation, and a self-disciplined work ethic. Um, and that's just what I live by like on a daily basis. I want to be able to educate people and help people get to wherever they want to in life um, to just be able to achieve, like, achieve those goals, um, no matter what it is. And that's one reason why I love the business that we're in with like you know trading and whatnot, is because even though like it's centered around um, making money through trading, but it allows people to then branch off to do whatever they want to do, right? So, like, I know, uh, I believe, if Avery's still in here, uh, Avery wanted to, I believe, he told me he wanted to open up a wine shop, right? So, he wanted to open up a wine shop. So, like, so anybody that's helping him get better with trading, they're not just helping him get better with trading, they're helping him with a future dream to open up another business, right? So it's just like to be able to help assist people that way is that's that's what my purpose is to be able to just help people just achieve whatever they want to do like no matter what it is um, and I, it doesn't necessarily have to align with what I do um, I just really just want to help people and that's I kind of had like as an entrepreneur it's is weird because like you have to sell something to make money but it's kind of hard sometimes for me to sell what I do right so it's, it's very difficult. Um, and I think that's one reason why I love this business so much because it's like, you know, I get to help people, and, you know, IML pays me for it, but I also make money from it. Um, and then, of course, the books that I have, um, it's kind of a general, but, you know, anybody can take the gems that I dropped in my books and they're able to, like, execute the, <laughs> no pun intended, but they're able to execute with them uh, and then apply it to whatever they want to in life. Um, like, I have a homeboy that he bought my book, and so... I didn't know what like he bought the book for, but he was just like, you know, I bought the, well, you know, the support, but he was like, you know, I bought the book and, um, you know, I just want to let you know that it helped me open up my nonprofit organization. I was like, Ooh! I love it. Like to know that the book that I wrote helped him open up a nonprofit organization that's then going to help other people. It's just a domino effect. And that's, Again, that's just something that money can't buy. Like, I love hearing stuff like that. I help somebody that's going to help somebody else, and who's more than likely going to help somebody else. It's, it's, the, it's the transfer of energy, y'all. It's literally just a transfer of energy. Um, and so I just love being able to be put in a position where I can do that.
Thank you. Um, again, if y'all have any questions, go ahead and drop them in the box below. Not the chat box, but the question box. And I'm going to keep it pushing with anything that y'all have. Again, I'm going to open books. So whatever questions y'all have, go ahead and drop them down there. I should have brought some water today. Today's the only day I didn't bring water because I didn't think I was going to be talking that much. But I was horribly mistaken. Excuse me. Let's see. Um, what was the process of establishing your brand? Putting myself out there and not caring what people thought um, overall. So when I first announced my brand, um, so my brand is Phenom. So some people think that's my actual name, but it's not. Phenom is actually an acronym. Uh, it stands for Preparation, Hustle, Education, Network, Overcome a Mentality. And so I had, when I first started thinking about this, I was just like, well, what do I want to do? And, and the first thing I did was I, I came up with a mission statement, a personal mission statement, which I just shared recently. And so once I came up with that personal mission, mission statement, I then came up with Phenom. And then I, I then broke it down to like, you know, why can't, why are rappers the only people that have names, right? Like, why are they the only ones that have names? Like, everybody else that's like a motivational speaker or anything of that nature, they just go by their first and last government name. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a little bit different, right? I'm going to I'm going to make a name for myself, but not just make a name for myself, but I'm going to have it stand for something. So whenever I tell somebody, you know, what Phenom stands for, they get a off rip, they get an idea of like, you know, who I am. So once I established the brand name of Phenom, uh, I then kind of went out and like asked people like, you know, around me what they thought. Uh, I had some some positive responses and some were like, uh, that's dumb. I was like, all right, that's cool. And I just kind of like kept pushing with it, right? I kept pushing with it. And then that's when I kind of like announced it to everybody. People loved it. And then at that point, it was just like, all right, what's next? Um, and then... It was really just like putting encouraging content out there for people and just being transparent with my journey. Uh, and that's one thing that I've realized is very, very essential to growing a brand is being transparent about the journey that you're on. Because in, like, in life, nothing is perfect. And whenever we go through things, it's not going to be perfect. So the more that you're able to be transparent with yourself or if you, the more that you're able to be honest with yourself and transparent with your audience, the more that your audience is going to resonate with you and your brand. Because, like I said, nobody is perfect in life. And so if they see a brand that you know shows imperfection, they're going to be more connected with that brand because they know they aren't perfect as well. They're going to be able to connect on those imperfections, right? So that was like the process of it being um, more vulnerable to my, my platform and my, my audience. Um, and once I became more vulnerable with uh, my audience, at that point, I was then able um, to connect and grow my brand and have a stronger relationship with my audience. Um, and then it was, um, I had to give, give, give to my audience. Um, I actually have a book back there, Jab, 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 Right Hook by Gary Vaynerchuk. I definitely suggest reading that book. Essentially, is what it's about is um, giving, giving, giving to your audience and then like finally asking for something. And that's when I, um, I wrote my first book. Uh, and that's why I became uh, number one bestseller because I had given so much to my audience, um, like so much value over time that when it was time for me to finally release the product, like they just like snatched it off the shelf. Like everybody's doing toilet paper right now and hand sanitizer. Um, so I just continued to add value to everybody. Um, and then when it was time to finally release something, it just like sold like hotcakes. Um, but that was like the process. It, it started off with the personal mission statement. Like asking myself, like, you know, why, why am I doing all this? Like, what, what, what is my purpose? Uh, then once I realized that, I came up with my brand name, and then I, I shared it with everybody. Uh, then it just became, like, adding consistent value to people. I always want to add value. And, like, you know, it's still happening now. That's why I do this podcast. I like to add value to everybody. So it's like I come up here every single Sunday night at 9 p.m., you know, some people are like, this may be their first time, but, you know, people that come up here on a regular, they know, like, every single Sunday, 9 p.m., I know where I can be to get some information. Um, so it's like, I like to add that value to people. So once I got to that point of consistent value, then that's why I, you know, put a product out there and kind of went on from there. Um, so again, you guys, if you guys are just now joining, go ahead and drop a Q&A, I mean, a question in the, um, in, the, in the question box I'm doing. 
um, a Q&A session today for the podcast about like the topics that y'all see, entrepreneurship, relationships, and self-development. Uh, I am an open book, so just go ahead and drop them down below. We've been going at this for over an hour now, and I'm loving it. Did you have to copyright your brand slash name? I actually need to do that. Um, I'm going to, um, it's on my list of things to do, um, like in the next couple of months, because uh, I need to do that, honestly, um, because my brand has been growing and it's just something I need to do. I did not have to copyright it um, for everything that I've done, um, but when it comes to expanding my brand on like a, a national level, at that point, I do want to go ahead and um, copyright it so nobody else like steals my ideas um, or anything like that. But I did not have to at first um, because it wasn't like anything too big. Oh, I did not mean to th put that put the uh, pin comment away. Um, does anybody else have any questions? Go ahead and drop them down in the box below. Live. If not, I think we may be done. I think we're done. Cause I don't see any more questions. All right. Well, if that's the case. I appreciate you guys getting on tonight for the Q&A session. It was a ball. Like, I literally love answering everybody's questions tonight. Um, next week, I'll be coming back with a topic. Uh, but thank you, everybody, for joining. Thank you for everybody listening uh, on the Rerun on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this right now. Um, again, I am Phenom, and I enjoy having you guys here today. And I will talk to you guys soon. You are now listening to Execute the Secrets to Fast Success podcast featuring Phenom.